Now, the government's long-awaited laws to crack down on Airbnb and short-term lets are facing more delays, with the European Commission seeking further consideration of the legislation. Uh, the legislation itself has been stalled for over a year by the Commission over concerns the laws would be too restrictive on companies like Airbnb to operate in this country. The Commission has uh, flagged concerns, which we'll go into, uh, but to discuss all this further, I'm joined in studio by Dermot McMahon of Sherry Fitzgerald McMahon and Ennis. Dermot, good morning to you. Good morning, Alan. And thanks very much for being with us. Uh, so I saw you grinning there during the favourite childhood memories. Uh, dare, <laughs> dare I ask you for one? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, was no. actually, I was actually thinking back there. I, I, I was thinking about was, was, was mention of the horse and I do remember I grew up uh, just at the junction of New Road and the Tuller Road in, in Ennis just mm. down from where Ennis Fire Station is and I went to the Christian Brothers and I do it just popped into my head as you said it and it, there was I think his name was Mr. Uh, Medcalf he used to have he had a horse at the entrance to uh, one of the housing estates there um, on the New Road and uh, he used to deliver milk with a horse and trap okay. and I'm not that old like a horse and trap at the time <laughs> Sounds actually, ancient, yeah. it, it sounds ancient, but it was actually unusual at the time. But he used to give us a lift the few hundred metres down the road to the house, but it just popped into my head there, as you say it. So look, there you go. Everybody has one. There Everybody you go. has one. And L- it was a happy one. And a happy one, thankfully, uh, yeah, after yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've just heard about. But it isn't just horses or horses uh, that we want in terms of childhood <laughs> memories. doesn't matter what it is. Send it in to us on 86 964 uh, The matter at hand, though, this latest delay in terms of uh, this uh, short-term uh, property uh, let register and everything associated with it... it can you give us a bit more detail? What exactly is holding this legislation up? Because the European Commission, they're either very, um, uh, I suppose, careful uh, or are they being over fussy? Yeah, I don't know. I suppose, look, the it, uh, we are very aware of the urgency of our housing crisis. Possibly they're just working in their bureaucratic way, you know, and pencil pushers in Brussels, what would they know? (laughs) Pencil pencil pushers in Brussels, I suppose more seriously at the other side of it as well is, you know I suppose it comes into people's rights, what Mm. they can do with their property what they're allowed to do, Uh, companies are allowed trade, so Airbnb is a business that is allowed trade, It, it provides a service, so are you restricting people's rights, so I mean that's pretty serious you, you know what I mean in terms of property asset your right to do what you want with it your right to, to let it uh, your right to have control over it now if you go down that rabbit hole you could start saying well you know why control market forces and why have rent pressure zones and all kinds of different arguments I suppose um, more importantly I, I, I don't know if we need to go down and get into even worse detail about the uh, the housing crisis because I think everybody is really familiar with that. Um, I mean, in the last couple of weeks, uh, you, you had uh, Ryanair who bought uh, an entire hou- new housing Double estate Dublin, Dublin, yeah. 20 or 30 or 40 units in a new development. I think you're going to see more of that. We've even had in Clare, we spoke to uh, the Atlantic Aviation Group who purchased a property in yeah. Six Mile Bridge. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, and I know, I know the Ryanair one got a lot of uh, some negative commentary about that they, they were buying houses and taking them from the market but if, look they're they're fully entitled to and they pointed Absolutely. as they would expect Michael O'Leary to do pointed back at the government and it's like well they need to supply more houses we bought them legitimately yeah well, I, I mean uh, I suppose what they're getting is security of access to property for their employees I mean ultimately if they're more like really what this is it's about it's it's it's, it's about fighting over a, a scarce resource effectively mm. so but no matter how you add additional stock to the market no matter who owns it 
it's adding stock to the market. So it's a good thing. So I wouldn't be getting as worked up about, you know, who owns it or what, you know, if if it's been let to Reiner staff, that means that there's a Reiner staff who isn't in another house somewhere else in Dublin. True. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? So it it kind of it's kind of going around in circles a bit. Ultimately, you want to have purchasers out there who have the wherewithal in order to give developers the confidence uh, to take that risk to start a development so that they know they can sell a product at the far end of it. Uh, frustratingly, in 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 Ennis and in Clare at the moment, um, our developers really don't have that confidence yet. Uh, it's as bizarrely as it might seem, even though their you know prices have come up a huge amount because there are just such massive risks still involved in in the development process, um, particularly around planning risk. Um, and we're, I'm, I know we're going off 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 topic a small bit, but it, it, they're all interconnected, and it is it is important to stand uh, understand. So, in Clare at the moment, uh, you know, thankfully we have a, a, a huge amount of houses being constructed. They're all going towards the social housing market, which is badly needed. Uh, I think a lot would feel we'd like to have a balance within that market in Clare in terms of also having housing available within the private market for first-time buyers who wish to buy a home and build up equity. Uh, nonetheless, uh, if 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 you've you know 100 houses that go into social housing, that's 100 people who aren't in rented houses that are that are available for somebody else. So that's a good thing in terms of a you know probably a dysfunctional market at the moment. In terms of the short-term lets, I think the real concern there is particularly around city centres and you see it all across Europe and around the world where city centres are really getting hollowed out uh, with with short-term lets and holiday lets uh, where it's really just tourists who are there and people aren't living in it there anymore because they can't compete with the rates that uh, tourists will pay on short, short-term lets. Uh, and I would argue that, that that's a good argument. I'd be concerned about it though in Clare. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the people wonder from what you're saying there how, how much... Uh, of an impact that will have in Clare because when we have previously spoken on the show about the short term let register you know our eyes have turned to um, more coastal areas of Clare maybe more rural areas or holiday touristy areas and that it would have an impact there and I was wondering whether this latest delay was going to be frustrating in terms of housing supply in rural areas but uh, that scenario you were describing uh, in more urban areas is is that a big issue or an issue to any degree within Clare? Look I don't I don't have the data in terms of the town of Ennis or hmm. you know or even anecdotally anecdotally there, there are certainly people doing short term lets in Airbnbs but I, I wouldn't think to the same extent hmm. that you would find in, in other parts you know the, you know the the weekend break type locations that you'd have be it Galway or Dublin or, or Cork, not to say that people don't come on weekend breaks to Ennis and there is Airbnbs available in Ennis uh, but I, I, I think you're right I think it, it is more of a coastal thing um, uh, where you would have uh, Airbnbs and, and to be fair some of that stock that's available on the coast, be it the Lahinch or the Kilkee or wherever else um, it may not be really suitable for long term lets do, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it could be remote locations, it mightn't be in those uh, seaside hotspots and therefore you know it, it, it may not be suitable for somebody spell the whole year, it may not be suitable for uh, unfortunate refugees that may be coming to the country in terms of the, the, the social services that are available around it and I think we, on that point then if you take the west coast of Ireland if you take West Clare the proportion of our hotel stock that has been taken out of the market mm. um, is is huge in proportion. I mean, 
there is a, a hotel stock that's been taken out of the market. Not so much, I would I would argue, probably in South County Dublin. So, um, you know, West Clare has had a big lump of stock taken out. So that's a lot of tourists who can't get into the county. So where's the knock-on effect from that if you start I- interfering with Airbnbs then as well is the cafes and the restaurants and all the other businesses, the tourism businesses in West Clare that are dependent on people being able to actually have somewhere to stay when they come here and really try and move away that you know the, the big problem I suppose Clare has had historically it has one of the, the most visited if not the vis- most visited after the Guinness Hop store in Dublin the Cliffs and Moher in which people come to but they come in on buses and they go out again so we, we need that stock of property available for people to stay in and a lot of our hotels are gone out of the market unfortunately okay, well that unfortunately th- for the owners but maybe mm. less fortunately and fortunately for the refugees that are saying it that they have somewhere to stay but maybe less fortunately for the business that are hanging off it That's a very interesting point that you're making because I was wondering is this latest delay going to be frustrating in terms of housing supply in rural areas but I mean what, from what you're saying then Dermot do you think uh, that this short-term let register is a good idea um, or is it a good idea nationally but maybe just not in relation to those touristy areas of Clare because you don't see the short-term lets as necessarily a bad thing. Uh, that at least somebody is there even if it's keeping a tourism industry going. I think it isn't. I don't think it is a bad thing in the right places. Uh, so I, I think... I, I, Do you think the short-term let register, if and when it finally comes in, could actually have a negative effect on some of those areas that you might get more people moving into the hinges and Kilkees long-term, but that actually that could harm the tourism industry within those areas. Oh, I think that I, I think you're absolutely right. I think that definitely could happen. Um, so I think if they're looking at this, they need to have the flexibility to look at the hotspots, if you mm. like, you know, where we really, um, you know, I, and I mean, this isn't going to by itself solve the, the housing crisis. It, uh, it's, it's a lot of uh, I suppose coming up to elections and things like that, it, it, there's a, there's a lot happening in terms. No, to be fair, they're 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 trying to leave no stone unturned, and I can understand that. But I I just think they need to be careful, particularly in the context. I mean, even if you look at somewhere like Killarney, which has a huge amount of hotel stock that's been taken out of circulation, yeah. so there there is a risk here, and we we do need to provide the tourist with a product and somewhere to stay, because there'll be a huge knock on effect on the on the supporting business. I think that's really just important to understand. And I think less, I, I'm, I, look, I, I know that I have met um, a, a number of people who do short-term lets in Ennis, uh, but I, I, my, my feeling is that it wouldn't be to the same volume as you see in some of the cities. Okay. Um, in terms of this latest stumbling block then, we've seen officials from Falja Ireland, the Department of Tourism meeting with uh, the Commission to try and, and obviously Falja Ireland, if and when the short-term let register is finally up and running, it'll be Falja Ireland who'll oversee that. Uh, but they've met with them in an attempt to move forward or expedite the, the, this, these laws. Uh, are you confident that having them involved, that they'll be able to uh, sing a tune that the Commission's ears will like and that we will see this short-term let register happen before the end of the year because it feels like it's been running and running and running with no you know movement on it um there are certain things that are within our control and then there are things that are outside our control um like and in terms of solving 
the housing crisis, there are certain things that are inside our control and certain things that are outside. And we can't even control the things that are inside our control. Uh, <laughs> You're verging into Donald Rumsfeld territory there, the, 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 the no, known no, unknowns. No. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, what I mean about that is I'm, a, I'm specifically pointing my finger at our planning system. Hmm. Like that's inside our remit. That's inside our control. And we're moving at a snail's pace. It's, 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 it's tragic uh, in terms of what's going on there because it's, it's having massive implications in terms of product coming to market. Um, I know of a development uh, that would have gone for planning in County Clare in 2021, uh, would have been granted by Clare County Council, um, that was went into Umbor Panala in 2022, where the inspector from Umbor Panala went into the development in late 22, and the decision came out last week or the week before in the last two weeks it's taken that long I think that's an example of why there's a kind of uh, a rebranding or restructuring of of Umbarplan why many people feel that's needed Yeah I I mean absolutely and if anything they've because of their scrutiny quite rightly they've become more conservative and it's slowed everything down further Um, but it was turned down after being granted by Clare County Council and I can't understand that. I can't and turned down for reasons that are part of a national planning framework. So why aren't the same? Why aren't Umbarpanala and the local authorities applying the same rules to each other? Why should something get through Clare County Council um, that suddenly gets turned down by Umbarpanala a couple of years later? Uh, yeah, I was just trying to use the word suddenly. I was thinking there's a, a so, complete. Yeah, what, what's, what's at least if you're going to get a negative answer, it, get it within months, not exactly. a year and a half later. But surely everything is. should be applying the same rules. Mm. Why are there different? So then you, you've actually come to a situation now where a, a, a development that doesn't get appealed to Umbarpanala. Um, is of significant value because it, it it gets through with a different framework, maybe a different uh, range of product available in it. Uh, the local authorities seem to be more comfortable with lower densities. Umbor Pernod are looking for 30 and 40 units to the hectare. Very different dynamic. That has a huge implication for how people will live going forward. Uh, the whole strategy about the 10 minute town being 10 minutes away from a town centre getting closer. And that that's going to take a huge readjustment in how we live, how we think about where we live, the size of the property that the next generation of Irish people are used to living in. And I don't think... We like our four and five bed houses even when we get old and the family have all moved out. And And it's not going to happen. Mm. (laughs) It's not going to happen. It's going to change fundamentally. And actually, our own... Uh, psyche is going to have to change quite dramatically from environmental reasons, uh, f- for social service reasons, uh, for transport reasons, is going to change very considerably. And that's a painful transition. And I don't think people, they're getting very annoyed with the planners, mm. but the planners have good logic behind why they're doing things a certain way and then I would say well if that's the way it is let's just get on with it let's get the product out there let's stop messing around 